You're listening to Beyond the Ribbon, a podcast of the 24 Hours in the Canyon Cancer Survivorship Center. This podcast is brought to you by Kia of Amarillo, proud member of the Auto Inc. family of dealerships. Be sure to check out their website at kiaofamarillo.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Beyond the Ribbon. My name is Ryan Parnell, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host and oncology nurse, Pam McMillan. Hey, Ron, we're here for another great episode, right? Always. Yeah. What is the top three cancers in the Texas Panhandle? Yeah, you know, so for the Texas Panhandle, it typically is, um, in, in it changes uh, mm-hmm. periodically, but it's usually breast, then prostate, and lung cancer. Why do you think lung is in the top three? Huh. We do have a high rate of smoking in our region. Yeah. You know, and smoking is so addictive and it's hard and addiction is hard to quit. Um, but it's so important and there's benefits to quitting. Sure. And there, we have so many great resources here in Amarillo um, and we're blessed here at the foundation to have uh, a great organization to help people quit smoking. You're right. You're right. And, you know, we talk about on this podcast a lot of we want to shed light on these resources. Right. Um, and this is another cool resource, Pam. You know, we, you and I always, we talk about what does it cost to come to the survivorship center? Free. It's free. Um, this is yet another free resource that can be life-changing. Yes, it can. And it's very important too, because, uh, the cool thing about this is, um, this organization I've been around for quite some time and they are multi, multifaceted. It's not just about quitting smoking. It's about also getting people to not start smoking. So that's really cool as well. But I'm going to let our guests talk about all that good stuff. How's that sound? That sounds good. Yeah. So, you know, we always talk about going to find good good uh, experts in the field of, of whatever it is we're talking about. And so um, that's no different than today. Uh, Meg Williams is joining us today. Meg is the uh, director of Tobacco Free Amarillo. And I'll let Meg uh, tell us how long Tobacco Free's been around. Uh, it's been around a while and it's done a phenomenal amount of work. So let's just start there, Meg. Thanks for joining us and tell our listeners how, how long has Tobacco Free been around? Tobacco-Free Amarillo has been around since 2001. It was started because of the really high smoking rate in Amarillo. They're trying to combat these uh, kind of multifaceted issues that we have, the cultural prevalence Mm -hmm. of acceptability here, and um, just came about because of that from the public health department. Yeah. When we say smoking, does that include um, like tobacco... Um, and then vaping too? Our mission includes all forms of tobacco, whether it's vaping, smokeless tobacco, and traditional tobacco as well. And you mentioned it was funded by the health department. Initially. Uh, initially. Well, it, it came about via health department kind of push to address this problem. Yeah, so that tells you, right, the, they recognized an issue. Absolutely. And uh, they were very proactive. Very proactive in starting Which this. is unusual. Right. Because you yeah, that's a very good point. You know, take, for instance, COVID. It happened. The health department then is like, oh, my goodness, we got to figure what we got to do. Or mm-hmm. they, they start noticing West Nile cases. We got to take mm-hmm. care of this. And being proactive seems a little different from the health, health department standpoint. Well, many cities just don't use that money for tobacco prevention. It's used for budget shortfalls, roads, bridges, things like that. Our community decided to use it for the actual intended purpose of reducing the amount of smokers in our community. And how is that done? It's phenomenal. 
it's a it's it's been a phenomenal program. I, I would say so too because, uh, like I said, I've been around not quite as long as, of course, as Meg has, but I've been involved for several years, and I continue to be. Uh, I wouldn't say surprised because the the way, and we can talk about this, the way things are done, um, but I continue to be just impressed at the effort that's put behind um, and the way that it go, uh, you guys that tobacco free goes about attacking this problem. Mm-hmm. So let's talk if we can. Uh, let's talk about just give us one portion of what tobacco free focuses on. So we'll say vaping right now. That's kind of our, our big push because that's where the epidemic is. It went from smoking to vaping. Tobacco companies have replaced their audience with a new one. I mean, they're, they're for profit corporations. So we, we attack vaping in every area of the community and schools get kids not to start media, law enforcement. We have um, compliance checks to make sure that they're not selling to minors. We have cessation classes where we offer free quick classes for anyone who wants to join, who wants to participate. And then we have an evaluation component that kind of tells us what works, what doesn't work, and it steers our program. Pam, I don't know if you know this, and you you may because you've got a high schooler. Um, Tobacco Free at one point put uh, vape detectors in the restrooms mm-hmm. that would detect, I did not know that. yeah, that would detect the uh, components of the the um, the vapor, the vape mm-hmm. that that is expelled, and an alarm would be triggered into the office, and they would know that someone is in there vaping. So, how do they not s- start? How I mean, what, how does that program work? So, we start when they're you know first second grade. We do tobacco prevention messages. All of the we help stipend the tobacco or actually the prevention coordinators in each of the schools. And we give them extra money so that they can provide more comprehensive lessons monthly. So they go in and, and they have various lessons that are age appropriate, grade appropriate for all of these kids from uh, third, fourth grade up until senior level. And they're just taught from a, a if you talk about a problem, you have a much better chance of kind of heading that off at the pass rather than ignoring it or everybody does it or it's fine or, you know, kind of not addressing the issue, kids will respond. And and we've seen that overwhelmingly in, in the numbers. You know, we, we got our um, statistics back from last year's evaluation that we did. And the kids in Amarillo that took that test view smoking as more harmful than opioid drug abuse. Oh wow! Which is kind of crazy, but that just shows you the cultural effect that you or the effect that you can have on cultural perception of a substance if you start early and you you teach these kids how bad it is. And it should be that way because one in every three cancer deaths is because of tobacco. You know, it's the number one preventable cause of death in the U.S. So it's vaping as harmful as smoking. Then they're finding that vaping is very harmful. You don't have much longitudinal data. Because it just came on the market in 2015. Mm-hmm. So we haven't had a long time to track those ill health health effects on a national scale. You have small studies, but many of the small studies are pointing to COPD. They're pointing to, it's, it's an actual disease called Evoli. And it's a lung injury disease specifically caused by vaping. And it's irreversible. Mm-hmm. There's no way that they found yeah. to, to fix the deficits or the, the damage caused by actual vaping. So who knows what's going to what's going to come about in 15 to 20 years. But cancer's cancer typically is slower 
that's kind of the last thing that develops after the COPD or the, the acute tissue damage and all of that kind of stuff first. So I, I imagine it's probably every bit as bad, if not worse. You know, it's really interesting too, to talk about like, okay, you're addressing um, tobacco with second graders, third graders. Well, it's age appropriate. Yeah, exactly. Right. But it, but it's, it's cool because it's like, I would imagine they go home and they see mom or dad smoking mm-hmm. and say, Oh, that's bad. Here's what I learned, you know, and, 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 and hopefully it's managing up and, sure. and, 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 and doing those things for their parents. Now, when you, when you move, as you said, age appropriate, you move further along into a high school area. Uh, and you talked about how, uh, the statistics and so forth. Um, are you seeing a, a transition as, you know, once you started your, um, uh, early days of tobacco free and you see, you know, the third graders who are now seniors and does that transfer across or is it kind of wavy? Numbers are, have gone down every single year, bar none, since we started this program. They had really had nowhere to go but down when we started. I think that, no. Oh, I don't want to give you an exact quote because it'll be wrong, but upwards of, of 60 to 70% of all high school kids are smoking when we started this program or had smoked more than once in the last 30 days. Wow. So we're kind of habitual, not just first time users, but habitual users. So we kind of got that number down. We had a overall 83 to 87% reduction, depending on what grade you picked in high school. And then in 2015, vaping came about and it was astronomical. It was crazy. You know, one in every, you know, six out of every 10 kids were vaping all of a sudden when, you know, one in 10 were actually smoking or less than that yeah. in the high school. So that was a new epidemic that we got to, to, to address, but we got in front of it. And, to learn about, mm-hmm. <laughs> learn about and all Prevent, the things. But because of all of the tobacco education we'd already been doing, our numbers are actually lower than the national averages. So, you know, it, it, it the messaging works. Prevention absolutely works. Sure. How old do you even have to be to get tobacco or vaping products? You're supposed to be 21, but or 18. It depends on what you're buying, but um, they're getting it. It's it's you know, people are selling. Yeah, Um, you know, one of the things, and we're we're focusing real heavily on the school portion, which I think I love. I absolutely do. One of the things you mentioned is compliance uh, with um, school, I mean, with um, laws laws Mm -hmm. and um, businesses. And I know that there's been a big push through a grant uh, that you guys have done in working with um, law enforcement to try to curb underage selling. Could you tell us about that? So we are working with um, Amarillo PD and we're offering um, pay subsidies or trying to subsidize some of the pay that they incur by going to these local retailers that sell tobacco products and ensuring that they're not selling to minors. And when I say minors, obvious minors, these kids are 13, 14 year old, you know, parent permission given volunteers that are going in and buying these things, obviously. I mean, there, there's no, well, she looks or he looks, you know, 21, yeah. none of that. And um, if they sell to the, the minor, then the police officer will go in and cite the business. Yeah. And what does a siding cost for that business? It varies in the county, but um, average of 1000 to $2,000 per ticket for the person that sells and for the establishment they work for. Yeah. 
Wow. <laughs> you would think they would be a lot more proactive in training their their sales team that, that this is a big deal, but especially when the you'd be surprised how many keep getting tickets when the kid looks twelve. Absolutely, they they do not look <laughs> of age at all. It's That's not, one of the caveats that we have. Yeah, we're not trying to trick people or entrap yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, just abide by the rules. Abide by the rules. Well, I'd I'd like to shift gears if we can, and let's talk about the adult population that you work with in mm-hmm. trying to uh, uh, educate and try to offer things to help quit smoking. Sure, sure. Because I me. I think there's going to be people listening that are like, well, I, I'm not a kid. Maybe they do have kids and we can educate them on those things. But I think what's really uh, unique is the programs that you guys do um, within the scope of Tobacco-Free Amarillo for adults. Sure. We have um, various adult program resources. We have a pretty rich cessation program in Amarillo. We have various different uh, areas, Amarillo College, Regents, Amarillo Public Health. We teach Mayo trained tobacco cessation coordinator driven material classes. So um, when I say that, that's a lot of words in, in one, one sentence, but there it's Mayo curricula that has a very extensive proven track record of helping people quit, especially chronic long-term smokers. We use nicotine cessation aids. Those are provided free of charge to anyone who attends the class. You have to go to the class. We know that, um, via research and in post-class studies that those that actually attend the class and use the aids have a much higher percentage of quitting and staying quit. And you can do it as many times as you need. Yeah. You know, some people need seven times I was that say, they try to quit before it sticks. Yeah, and that's the okay. average. Yeah. I was I mean, seven say, times. Yeah. Times. But you're, you're talking about people who that that's also including, I tried to quit by myself and, and I put them down and then I started back up or it's not necessarily seven times you have to go through this class. It's mm-hmm. just the average smoker will try to quit seven times in various ways before it they're successful. And that's okay. Right. That's, that's perfectly fine. I mean, it's, uh, how many times did it take you to learn how to ride a bike or uh, buy a yeah, shoe? Or? Exactly. Well, I'm still learning some days. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I've got, I've got scars from crashes when I've been an adult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it's the neat thing about that though, is uh, what I was trying to say is like, okay, it do, if, if it takes you seven times, it takes you eight or 10, 20. 12, whatever. Yeah. It doesn't mean you're a failure. No, no. It's nicotine is more addictive than any other substance. More addictive than cocaine. I don't know about fentanyl, but more addicted than opioids. It is the most addictive. It, it creates the most receptors in your brain that you have to, you know, basically turn off. It's very addictive. So for our listeners that are listening, they have lung cancer. Why should they sm- uh, quit smoking? Well, your treatment prognosis is probably better if you quit. Yeah. The um, care is probably going to be more effective if you quit. And just because you have long, that's not a death sentence. You know, I mean, you, you have, you're going to get out of it what you put in. You know, if you, if you can quit and give yourself the best chance to heal, then why wouldn't you? Right. And you talk about cessation class. Let's, let's talk about that. Cause is it, um, you know, uh, I've not been, but is it one of those deals? It's like, an AA meeting where or counseling oh, where it's like, oh, hi, my name is my name is not at all. My not name is all. my name is Pam, and I've been a smoker for seventy two. You know, it is not intimidating at all. Our coordinators are actually pharmacists, PharmDs, mm-hmm. so they're just very well versed in um, 
addiction and the NRTs that they're prescribing and just how to go about teaching the class in a way that people will get the maximum amount of information, helpful information out of it. You know, they, it's, they're not going to point you out. They're not going to put you in the hot seat. You don't have to tell anyone your name. <laughs> how often do you smoke? I'm, right. Yeah, none right. of that stuff. They will ask you how much you smoke individually just sure. so they can ad- ad- you know, adjust the dosage yeah. of the nicotine replacement therapies that you'll need. But other than that. How long is the class? The class is two days. It's about an hour and a half per session. And the NRTs are given the last session. And again, you can take it as many times as you want. You can get the NRTs every time that you go. So if, say, you do okay in September and, and you fall and, and it doesn't quite, you know, you don't quite get there, take it again in October. Get more NRTs, it'll last you the month. Maybe it'll take you to December or January, whatever. Just show up. Yeah. Just show up. And NRT is nicotine replacement therapy. Right. There are several different types. We offer all of them. Whatever is the best fit for you. And so you say all of them. Mm-hmm. That's patches. Patches, nicotine patches. Uh-huh. We have lozenges. We have gum. I think there is a spray now. Oh. We have Wellbut- Wellbutrin, Chantex. Now those will have to be prescribed by your doctor, but we have a pharmacy program to provide those at low cost or no cost. Most of them are no cost. Wow. Pam, there's a couple of things I want to go back to because as we said in the beginning, we, 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 we have the expert, right? Mm-hmm. Mayo Clinic. That's not like, you know, your average run of the mill. That's a very respectable place. Yes. You have PharmDs. Those are mm-hmm. doctors of pharmacy. Right. We chose Mayo Clinic because at the time they were by far the most successful. They had the most successful program for tobacco cessation. And they still do. MD Anderson has a really good program as well. Um, but Mayo Clinic is just far and above. Yeah. And doctors of pharmacy teach in this class. Mm-hmm. And it's free. Yeah, it's a tremendous resource for our community. And I, they're, they're, I don't know of any other communities that offer this. There are tobacco cessation programs. I'm sure there's, gosh, there's probably an app you can download that's supposed to help you quit, I would imagine. There's a quit line that you can call. There's all there these things. There is a Lung Cancer Association app. Yeah. But all of those are only, they're, they're single-faceted programs. You yeah. know, you have a counseling aspect on the quit line. You can talk to someone. You have a way that you can track your smoking on the Lung Association. Mm-hmm. But this is the only complete, well-rounded program that someone yeah. can go through that can help them Exactly. Quit. And that's where I was headed. I know of no one that provides free quit aids. And I don't know what those cost. Do you know offhand, Meg, what those run? I mean, I like... I, I don't know. I have no exactly. idea what a... What They're a expensive. And, you know, tobacco-free Morello, our, our program model was designed by a pilot study in Port Arthur that... What they did is they took all of these different components that we use in our program and they tested various components together or separately or all of them at once to see the effectiveness of tobacco control in the community. And that included prevention, that included cessation, messaging, everything. And hands down, by far, the five components together was the most effective. And we are the only place in Texas, the only community in Texas that has a comprehensive tobacco control like we do. And I don't even know in the nation that there is another. There are a couple of Florida, the state of Florida has a pretty good program. But again, that's ran with a state as a state resource. It's not a community type of resource where people have access to it. Yeah. It, it almost sounds too good to be true. 
It does. <laughs> so is it, it's for anybody in the community? Is there certain um, counties that? We'll take anyone. Anyone that is. Mm-hmm. We will have help an anyone. Of, I don't care if you live in Duma, wherever, right. as long as you're willing to attend the classes, then you're welcome to come. And that's cool because that's like us, right? Mm-hmm. If we, you live in the 26 counties of the Texas Panhandle. We have resources for you. This is another resource that, um, I mean, I know, I, I, you know, Pam, think back to when we were over at the Emerald Town Club and we had, um, for a period of time, we had cessation classes at mm-hmm. the Survivorship Center. Mm-hmm. And the minute they started running a commercial, how many times did the phone ring? It was quite often. <laughs> it, it is. And, and this is what I, I, I want to challenge you guys. Um, if you know somebody that smokes, maybe you smoke, we're not judging. Um, and we don't want you to judge. There is no but, judgment. But, but she, let them know about tobacco-free Amarillo. Um, there's a right time, right? If, if someone's ready to quit, maybe it's the right time. To, there's to... always a right time. It's always the right time. Yeah. It started at some point in the process. Yeah. We have a website. It's tobaccofreeamarillo.com. You can go and, and look at the various resources we have, see where the classes are. There's a calendar there. It's just so easy. We've made it so easy. You just have to show up. That's class- kind of like life, right? You want right. to be successful, you just show sure. up. It's a large portion of it, isn't it? So are the classes in the evening? Are the classes in the daytime? How's that work? They're in the evening. Um, and, and, you know, they vary. You just have to look at the calendar. Mm-hmm. It depends on what organization is proctoring the class. But uh, typically they're um, in the evening, four to five or five to six. I, I'm not sure. Yeah. But, it, it changes. But that works. I mean, it, and, you know, um, if someone has questions they can submit questions on there or, or reach out that way too mm-hmm. you know ryan um i'm gonna jog your memory we did have one of the farm d's on our podcast we did. so if you want to listen to her i believe that was in season one <laughs> way back that in was early vault. in season one <laughs> yeah. uh shanna james was mm-hmm. on and and oh. she's one of uh she's I, excellent she is yes. she really is she's at the public health department now mm-hmm. she's a farm d Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, those folks, you, you think about pharmacists and you don't really think about how much they got to know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, she is from a, from a, a, a doctor standpoint of, um, taught at, at, at the school of pharmacy and right. now she's at public health, but yeah, she was on early on, um, talking about, and I know we, d- we delved in with her on the science behind a lot of quitting and what happens as soon as you start quitting and it, there's amazing results. And so just as you said, there is a perfect time. Now is the time uh, to stop smoking. And she's actually one of our teachers. Yes. I mean, she is, she's great. She is. I, Pam, I think, you know, it, it just, it's another thing. It's another amazing resource that our foundation, the Harrington Cancer and Health Foundation offers the community. You know, oftentimes we talk about all these different resources. There are so many resources if you're open to the help. Yeah. And we talk often, I know, here at the Survivorship Center about bridging gaps and, and, and breaking down barriers. And, oh, you have transportation issues. We, we found chemo cars and we've, got, we've fixed that, you know, those types of things. You know, this is another one of those things because it's like I know that maybe um, the gum and the lozenges, you know, it's, it's expensive. Mm-hmm. It doesn't cost you anything. My mind, I'm thinking it's probably cheaper than a pack of cigarettes. Oh, but a pack oh. of cigarettes is ten dollars a day. Mm-hmm. If you buy it, it is if you if you average it, right? But it's not, you know, when they go in and you, you have to buy a fifty dollar box of patches. Well, 
that may be harder for some people to buy up front. It's free. Just come to the class. Yeah. It's free. <laughs> it is free. Just show up. I, we can't say that often enough. Um, that's what's so cool about this program. I, I'll, I'll just say this too, Meg, and I know, the, I know, I know the answer to this. But if someone is listening, because uh, we do have, um, let's pat ourselves on the back for a second, Pam. We do have quite a large reach with our podcast. If someone is listening outside of Amarillo, mm-hmm. outside of the 26 counties, the Texas Panhandle says, I got to know more about this. I, we need this in our community. They can email you from the website. That comes to you, right? Mm-hmm. And, and in, maybe set up an appointment, inquire about how this works and how they do. And, and I mean, I'll be happy to share any resources that I have. Now yeah. we're not going to come to your communities <laughs> no. yeah, that- and offer these resources there for you. You're welcome to come here. Um, but I can help you any way, any way that we can help facilitate. Um, Unless maybe they want me to come and teach a class like in the mountains in the, in the <laughs> yeah. summertime. We maybe. Could... <laughs> we'll talk. It depends on when. But, uh, yeah. But no, I mean, no. And I don't mean come and do, but sure. share how this program evolved and how it works right. and how to you make know, it work. It's such, it's, it's such a hidden um and it, our success rate, there, there, it's just untouchable. I mean, there's nothing even. We have a we have over a ninety percent reduction in adolescent use. Well, we know that if you don't start smoking before you're eighteen, there's like a ninety five percent chance you never will. So, how many kids have we stopped in twenty years from becoming habitual smokers? How many cancer diagnoses have we yeah. prevented? How many, yeah. you know, deaths have we prevented just by the the ounce of prevention, you know, thing, but still, I mean, it's never too late, never too late. I was recently talking to a survivor and she said that her husband started when he was five years old. A lot of people, most people start smoking around the age of 12 or 13. Five. Five. It just blew my mind. Cause it's a different like, generation. It was a different time. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, you You'd probably be astounded to see how many kids actually dropped out of school in the seventh mm-hmm. or eighth grade or didn't even complete high school back then because it was just different. Yeah. But we shouldn't have that problem now. Right. You know, there shouldn't be anybody that, I mean, you're not going to go into the store. Well, I'd like some of that arsenic. It's going to kill me eventually. Just give me that. You know, and they're going to, it's, it's just mind boggling to me how something that's responsible for killing so many people mm-hmm. is just, and, and, you know, there's not really, a benefit to it. It's not like um, you, you have drug crisis and you have the opi- opioid crisis and things like this, but those were used to manage pain after surgeries or they right. had a medical medicinal purpose. There's right. no purpose for tobacco. There's not one good thing about tobacco other than the farmers that make money from raising it. Right. They seem to control lobbies now. Mm. There's no benefit. To, yeah. There's no societal benefit whatsoever. It's just kind of crazy to me that it's still around. Yeah. They so don't have cocaine and coke anymore. Why are we selling <laughs> that? That's a million dollar question, right? That's so, right. Meg, is there anything else that you would like to share about Tobacco Free Amarillo with our listeners? Yeah, please go to our website, www.tobaccofreeamarillo.com, and look and see what programs we have to offer, when the classes that you can, can come to are. Again, it's no pressure, there's no judgment, there's no fees, there's no cost. Just show up and we'll take care of the rest. If it doesn't take or you have trouble or, or for whatever reason, we'll manage it. We'll, you know, we'll keep trying. 
That's so awesome. You know, that leads us to our last segment. We are sponsored by our Auto Inc. family. Um, Do you have an inspiring moment that you can share with our listeners? I am inspired by being a part of a community that would actually address this problem. The only community in Texas that's doing tobacco control on the scale that we are and trying to help our citizens as much as we can. I mean, that's pretty, that's a pretty cool thing. That's a big impact for our community. It is at all ages. Yeah. You know, at all ages. And they continue to, even when the budget is short or tight or there have been years where it would have been really easy to, to cut it and do away with it. They've always came through. So awesome. We live in a really cool place. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, we do. We do. A it, very giving community. A very generous, very giving, very caring community, um, which I count blessed to be a, a part of. And, uh, you know, I, I love the fact that um, Tobacco Free is a part of our foundation. Right. Um, that we have that feather or that tool, you know, that feather in our cap, that tool in our toolbox um, that we can share with with our folks. I know that Pam, you've you've counseled survivors when you visit with them and and offer the resource and so mm-hmm. forth. So we want to make sure again, go to their website, tobaccofreeamarillo.com. dot com. Mm-hmm. Go to the website, check out their classes. Um, let someone know about this. You know, maybe it's the kind of thing that if 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 it's a spouse, maybe you need to come with the spouse to class. Sure. You know, maybe just. Some some help along kind of thing, like we do. Right. You don't have to come by yourself. It might help them realize how terribly addictive it is and why it's it's so sure. hard. And yeah. it's the kind of thing too, like here, bring us bring a spouse, bring a caregiver, bring your neighbor, bring a friend to the yoga class. Right. You know, if you feel more comfortable coming with someone, do it. Same thing there with tobacco. It's not a huge time commitment. Sure. Do oh, it. Oh, absolutely. Meg, thank you for what you do. Thank absolutely. you for uh, you know, taking that flag and and carrying it forward and uh, taking that stance against, uh, especially with our, our kiddos mm-hmm. and teaching them. Cause I know, um, gosh, there's so much as, as a family and, a, and parentals, right. That, that we have to do. And sometimes little things or things get pushed away. And this is one of those things that we know can be, is being done in the school system mm-hmm. and it it's, is. and it's fantastic. So uh, Pam, what's, what's our listeners homework? Well, I think they should go to the website, check them out. If you have a friend or family member uh, that is smoking and is wanting to quit, um, encourage them to. Yeah. Show up. Encouragement goes a long way. Uh, grab them. I'm going to sign you up kind of thing, maybe. <laughs> and let's let's do this together kind of deal. Um, but yeah, that's what's important is to uh, share this podcast with your friends, your neighbors, your loved ones who do smoke and maybe need to quit. And, uh, uh, if you're from outside the area, I encourage you, this program is amazing. I encourage you to reach out to Meg and see about implementing and see how, you you know, we, like us, we want to share. Right. And just remember, it's never too late. It's not, it's not. There's a great book by Alan Carr called the easy way to quit, which is a really great resource as well. And start there, come to the class. It, it kind of changes your whole mindset. Yeah. Never too late. That's right. Never too late. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Again, go to their website, tobaccofreeamarillo.com. Check it out. Find their classes on there. If you have questions, uh, reach out to them. I know they're, I, I, 
Meg will get back with you and, and answer all your questions. But yeah, check out their classes. Find a way if that's important or that's what you need. Um, get get plugged in over there. And then make sure you join us next time for another great episode of Beyond the Ribbon. Thanks again for listening to Beyond the Ribbon. We'd like to extend a special thanks to the Auto Inc. family of dealerships as they have supported the 24 Hours in the Canyon Cancer Survivorship Center since 2016. For more information on the Cancer Survivorship Center, please visit our website at 24survivorship.org.